0: Welcome to No Cartridge Radio. Uh, My name is Trevor Strunk. I'm sorry we missed yesterday's uh, episode, but unfortunately I was under the weather. Uh, Today's we're getting in late, but better late than never. Um, uh, You can reach the blog, uh, in case it's been too long that you forget, at uh, video-drone.tumblr.com, although we'll be moving to a new site soon. Um, The Patreon is www.patreon.com backslash and you're going to want to subscribe soon because... We're going to have a lot of great guests coming up. Um, I'm already sort of working those phones and getting some really, really interesting people in to talk. Um, so you're going to want to hear that. Uh, and, of course, my own dulcet tones. Um, and the PayPal, in case you want to donate that way, is www.paypal.me backslash um, Today I want to talk to you about two games, and, and I've been planning on writing this post, but as you'll see, um, that sort of has changed a little bit. Um, But I want to talk about two games uh, that I've played recently. One through completion, which is Alan Wake, uh, the sort of Stephen King-ish thriller uh, from, I don't know, quite a while ago, 2010 maybe. Um, And uh, Deadly Premonition, another game that's a little older, um, which is a clear sort of Twin Peaks uh, homage, uh, although we'll get into that, um, that I'm still working my way through over my Twitch stream, uh, twitch.tv backslash Hegelbahn when I can. So... I'm interested in these games because they both self-consciously model themselves after the t- television show Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, for those of you who don't know, is a television show It's coming back uh, soon, so, you know, go watch the old stuff on Netflix, um, that revolves around a detective played by Kyle MacLachlan, who visits this very small town with a lot of eclectic characters, uh, to look into the death of a girl named Laura Palmer, um, who has been sort of found in a lake uh, murdered uh, so obviously in the middle of a town a well-liked girl goes murdered and it's it's very strange the show revolves around the the unraveling of that mystery or at least most of the show the, the the famous part uh revolves around the the kind of like unraveling of that mystery and the um the eventual sort of revelation of the killer um which you know it actually isn't here nor there so i won't spoil it for you Um, the rest deals with aliens and stuff it's a little strange but it's also very interesting Uh, the show is heavily focused on characterization um, and setting Uh, much like alan wake and deadly premonition so to start with alan wake um alan wake is basically a game where you much like any sort of given stephen king novel you play as a writer um, who goes on holiday with his wife to uh you know basically restart and write a book Um, in the middle of this though, a dark force steals your wife basically, um, and leaves you confused and, and upset. Um, what you find out through the game is that this dark force is basically like your creative power. Um, someone controlling your creative power and like, you know, augmenting the world essentially. So you're the source of it. Um, you write yourself out of the story and the game ends. Um, Sort of like a strange existential crisis at the end. Um, But the function of the game is basically a a straightforward thriller. You have a flashlight, you shine it on dark um, characters who are covered with shadows. It eventually burns off their shadows and you can shoot them with a gun. Um, It's very straightforward. It's it's sort of Resident Evil-esque. in sort of the isometric, kind of like weird twisty way that, um, not quite that clunky, but uh, that early Resident Evil and I guess current Resident Evil games are as well. Um, Now, it does necessarily rely on a lot of the same things that Twin Peaks does. uh, Supernatural forces, small towns, uh, strange characters, totally. Uh, But the darkness element and the writer element recall Stephen King just as much as they do David Lynch. Um, The game is definitely a metaphor about writing. Um, and it keys into the ethos of Twin Peaks in that way, um, which is certainly a show about genre mapping, right? Lynch is definitely self-consciously working out the detective genre and the horror genre and sort of, like, the procedural genre in his own way uh, through these sort of, like, self-satirizing uh, characters, including his own self-cameo as a, like, woefully deaf FBI director. Um, however, it's also Alan Wake is that is very self-serious. It's not jokey. It's very um, dour, uh, the sort of plot plight of Alan Wake is very much like, you know, a very serious writerly problem. Um, there are, you know, notes of humor throughout, but by and large, these are the exception as opposed to the rule. So Wake is very much a game about serious sort of entailments of what writing process is, what create, what creation does, right? The dark side of creation. So in that way, it's like a Stephen King novel, right? It's a thriller. Deadly Premonition, however, sort of shifting is very different uh so this is a game by sweary 65 famous for this game uh d4 who's uh i'm sorry i can't remember all the the acronyms for it right now some other games as well um very sort of uh idiosyncratic lumped in a lot with suda 51 um who does the the um the no more heroes and um some other games as well. Sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on pseudo. Anyway, Swery kind of is his own thing. Very heady, very intellectual kind of uh, game maker. Um, recently became a monk, has since stopped being a monk and started a new video game uh, <laughs> company, so we'll see what happens with him in the future. Uh, but Deadly Permonition is uh, it's absolutely a game that focuses on style over plot in, in its relationship to Twin Peaks. Now, that's not to say the plot doesn't... Um, follow along with twin peaks in a lot of ways in every way uh deadly premonition is a game that is like way more about twin peaks than alan wake is right everything about this game is about twin peaks the the setting the characters your character you're you're coming in as this really like weirdo wild fbi agent trying to solve a murder of a woman um in a strange place in a town filled with characters who like live in a place with a logging corporation and you have to deal with a crusty sheriff and his female deputy and there's a weird medical guy and all sorts of strange like jazz music it is literally Twin Peaks Um, beat by beat it's Twin Peaks however in terms of actual plot points the connection isn't totally obvious right It's not like the game is winking at you and saying, like, you're finding Plora Lalmer instead of Laura Palmer. Um, It's more about aping the characters, going through the paces, providing a reimagination as opposed to a retelling. And here's where it gets a little hinky, so follow with me a little bit. In this way, Deadly Premonition is as much in need of its source material as it is a commentary on that source material, which is to say you won't get as much out of Deadly Premonition if you don't know Twin Peaks. It's clearly asking you to know Twin Peaks first. Um... Now, I guess in some ways you could do Deadly Premonition and then Twin Peaks, but just there's a lot of winking sort of moments in Deadly Premonition that would make not a lot of sense without Twin Peaks. Um, Alan Wake is interested in sort of forging a new video game centric, maybe, path for itself. But Deadly Premonition self-consciously retreads old ground, which I think is interesting and important. because for Alan Wake, we get a new thriller, right? One that has supernatural elements, plot, a fun game mechanic. It's fairly straightforward, right? In a lot of ways, Alan Wake has unfortunately been forgotten in the contemporary gaming scene, although it was really popular when it came out. Um, there's ways in which like it just doesn't quite add up to the sum of its parts. Um, however, Daily Premonition is a little more difficult. It may not add up to the sum of its parts, parts either, but Sweary produces sort of like a Brechtian removal of context. Now, that sounds a little pretentious, but it, it's kind of true. The idea of like removing the thing, like taking something that is like a representation in and of itself, like Twin Peaks, and then re-representing it presents a chance for someone like sweary to produce his own sort of commentary, right? Um, is a commentary on what was for Lynch already a commentary? So you're sort of stepping back several moments. Uh, you'd think this would cause it to be meta, but... I don't quite think that's right. I think it's actually sort of like the overdramatic beats, the deeply similar characters and scenery, and even sort of the janky gameplay. And anyone who plays the game will tell you it does not play well. It's not a good video game necessarily, although it's a great video game in a lot of ways. Um, it's not like the mechanics aren't perfect uh, for any number of reasons. Uh, but all of this stuff recalls the beats and hiccups of Twin Peaks exactly. Like, Twin Peaks is not exactly good TV, Twin Peaks is its own thing. It's idiosyncratic. It's weird. It's long. There are stretches of, like, inaction that are very strange. Once the mystery of Who Killed Laura Palmer ended and people were just faced with the show, it fell off a cliff, man. Like, people were not interested anymore. And that wasn't just because Lynch left. So, like, the, the quality of both, right? The fact that it's a game that doesn't quite work as a game, a show that doesn't quite work as a show is important. Um, and furthermore, it... it it provokes mimicry as opposed to the metaphor of alan wake right deadly premonition is a media commentary on a piece of media it's not a thriller it's not a traditional game but it's a revisiting and a recontextualizing of an original piece that is twin peaks and perhaps in this way it's like actually more conceptual as opposed to functional right there are ways in which the beats and the repetitions are totally distracting and strange um in really interesting ways it actually is so close to his archetype that it becomes intentionally humorous, intentionally complex. So, like, your character in Deadly Premonition is so close to the Kyle MacLachlan character in Twin Peaks that, like, it becomes difficult to separate them. Or, like, the the police sergeant is the same way. Frankly, you know, the entire game sort of has this feeling of, like, searching for Laura Palmer's killer again, except no one's named Laura Palmer, no one's named... um, you know, any of the other characters, you, you sort of have this invisible voice you talk to um, named Zach, who is kind of the player, kind of not, which recalls um, Agent Dale Cooper, Kyle McLaughlin's character in Twin Peaks, constantly talking to this woman named Diane, who was sort of his beat back at the FBI office, his sort of secretary or something like that. There's so much here that is like basically Twin Peaks, but in a video game that it's not just an adaptation and it's not a metaphor. It's literally a repetition with a difference. So if Alan Wake's the story about retelling is if Alan Wake, excuse me, is about retelling the shell of Twin Peaks in order to tell a new story, taking some similarities and making a thriller out of it, right? Which is fine. It sort of presents something interesting. It's just not exactly the same as Deadly Premonition, which is sort of this much more complex thing. It provokes a recollection of the original story as part of a nearly but not quite identical retelling. And I want you to hold on to that because nearly but not quite identical is actually a good way to describe artistic representation in the first place. Deadly Premonition makes a model of art, an object of the immaterial in the virtual. So, immaterial being Twin Peaks here, it in the virtual world makes an object of that, right? Like the actual thing it's representing is already a piece of art. It's like a representation of a representation. I don't quite know what the entailments of that are, partially because I haven't completed the game, and partially because it just kind of requires an essay, but I think it's very interesting to think about Twin Peaks as a representation of TV. And then Deadly Premonition as a representation of that representation, right? This sort of like second tier stepping back and repetition and remaking of the same thing to the point of self-parody and self-recognition and self-reflexive commentary. Um, I'm not saying there's an autonomy to this game necessarily, but there's a deep, lack of concern for audience recognition it's doing its own thing and commentating on a very specific or commentating on a very specific element of video game and media criticism that i think by the end of the game i'll be able to tease out a little more but at the beginning stages of the game i just want to say is very different than a typical thriller or survival horror game so thanks very much for listening um i'll be back tomorrow uh and uh yeah stay tuned we have some exciting things coming up